Hello, everybody. How's you all doing today? This is Pastor Chip again. Just got back from a church business meeting tonight. Yep, a church business meeting. I'm going to get on my soapbox tonight. Just go ahead and let you know. If you don't want to listen, I understand. But you know, um, we've talked about the world changing, things going on. and So we went tonight, and Pastor opened up about you know, being open to where God's leading us and let His will be our will. And that was funny, you know. that's I thought that kind of funny because my wife always prayed, Lord, let Your will be our will. But the meeting got started and it was clear it wasn't, that wasn't the way it was. It was more about God let our will be your will. Lord, we won't change in this church, but we don't want to do anything to change it. And you know the definition of, what is it, the definition of stupidity? Doing the same thing over and over again and expecting change. There's not a lot of young people in this church. There's not just one girl and her two toddlers. And the pastor's son and daughter and their teenage kids. Who come sporadically but you know the people in the church we talked about we need to change programs we need to change up the way we do do things we, we not saying dump everything that we do and start over but we need to be cognizant of the community. You know, you can't move to a Muslim community and start a pork business. It just won't work. You know, I mean, okay. Jesus came, and he said he came, he didn't come to uh, fulfill tradition, but to, to change tradition. You know, and that's the thing about it, we need to change tradition. People want growth, and they want change but they don't want to do anything to facilitate it. We talked about not having 
youth in our church and programs that we can do to encourage youth to come. But then you get negative complaints about, well, we don't have any youth. Why do that now? Well, you know what? Children don't show up to a fun park and wait on you to build it. You have to build it for children to come to the fun park. And we're not saying church has to be all fun, but, you know, if, if children want to come to church, then the parents aren't fighting with them at home and dragging them out of bed and dragging them to do, away from their friends and to do things. If the children want to come, they will come. If you make the, the church... Um, attractive to the children, they will come. And you know, several made the comment about children that go to other churches where they're getting a lot of uh, entertainment, and it's not godly. Well, first of all, how do you know what's godly and not godly? You're not going to that church. And if those children are godly and they're worshiping God and they're jumping and screaming and praising Him, I'd say they're doing pretty good. And second, you know, if I recall, a couple thousand years ago, a guy came and he was considered contemporary. He changed up things. The Pharisees fought Jesus tooth and nail. Matter of fact, they even killed him. So we got a bunch of Pharisees in our church. There ain't no different. And if you're listening, you're not no different. You don't give anybody the benefit of growing in Christ because they don't fulfill your traditions. You think it has to be your way. I hate to tell you this, but before you came along, somebody was doing it their way. And things change. You know, they used to shovel coal in these churches and heat with a coal stove or a wood stove, and they used to have gas lights. That changed. You sure don't mind sitting in there in that air conditioning at night when it was hot and they boosted that up. That was okay. That's something, but that's something that's okay for you. But no, it needs to be acceptable for all God's people. Jesus came and brought change, and it hasn't stopped since. It's not going to stop. When we get into heaven, they're not going to say, How did you get here? Did you go to a Baptist church? Did you go to a contemporary service? Were you jumping and singing in the aisles, praising God? Because if you were, that's unacceptable. They're not going to say that. They're going to say, look, another believer, another child of God. You know... I'm not one for keeping my mouth shut. 
I think too many people bury their head in the sand and think it don't affect them. They're not going to say anything. But then when I go outside in the parking lot, I get people coming up to me saying, well, thank you for saying what you said. And that's, you know, that's what I think. And, and I'm with you. But some people just don't want to stand up and speak up. They sit there and keep their mouth shut till hell froze over. People, that's the problem with the church today. That's the problem with our world. We need to get back into God's Word, get back into doing God's business. You know what? We don't even have to have a Bible to be God's people. We just need to have God in our heart. We need to go out there and talk to people, witness to people, and tell them about God. You know, people are digging in and closing the doors and calling themselves a church and expecting people to come to them. And that's exactly what this church is doing. They don't want to do visitation. They want the people to come to them. What can we do to attract the people? Why don't we go out, why don't we go out and pray? Why don't we go pray in the community? Why don't we drive around neighborhoods? Why don't we pair up in pairs, couple pairs, in cars and go right around and pray over houses that we see? You don't have to even get out of the car. You can stop on the road and pray for that house. Pray for the people in it. Why don't we go around in these communities and pray for the community? You know, it's just... You know, when Jesus came and went into His ministry, did He go straight to Jerusalem and sit down at the temple and kick His feet up and say, Okay, here I am. Y'all come to me. No. He went to the people. John the Baptist went to the people. The apostles went to the people. What makes us think that we are right by sitting in church demanding people come to us? You know, there are churches around here that have got something going on. They're filling the door, filling the pews, and, the, you know, people coming by the hundreds. And yet here we are with 20, 25 people, and they complain about the type of service they have. Well, it works. People are coming to church. They're not coming to ours. You know, maybe we need to look at how our service is held. Maybe we need to look at the preaching, the preacher, the delivery method. Look at how the other churches are doing things. 
Is it something that people like? People just don't fill up a church because it's plopped in their community. There is something that draws the people to the church. You know, the preacher opened with a scripture. I'm going to use the same one because I think it's very indicative of where we are. Matthew 13, verse 54. When he had come to his own country, he taught them in their synagogue so that they were astonished and said, Where did this man get this wisdom and these mighty works? Is this not the carpenter's son? Is not his mother called Mary and his brothers, James, Joseph, Simon, and Judas? And his sisters? Are they not all with us? Where then did this man get all these things? So they were offended at him. But Jesus said to them, A prophet is not without honor except in his own country, in his own house. Now he did not do many mighty works there because of their unbelief. Basically, Jesus showed up. They knew about him. He was from the area. They heard about him. They knew who he was raised. They knew his grandma and grandpa, you know. They knew his mom and dad. They knew Joseph's carpenter shop down at the 5th and Main. They knew all that. And so when Jesus is teaching them, they're making fun of him. They're making fun of him and and the wisdom that he has, and saying, you know, we know this guy. Who does he think he is? He's one of us. We know what he did when he was a kid, and he thinks he's better than us now. And Jesus said, you know what? Piss off. I'm out of here. I'm not putting up with your crap. I'll take what I've got to people that want it. You bunch of ungrateful wretches. A bunch of ingrates. And he left. And you know it's funny. It's the same thing that happened at church. The preacher used the verses, but then it's the exact same thing that happened right there in that church. They turned their backs on God. They turned their backs on people who offered ways to move forward. They huddle up in their little churches and they don't understand why they're dying on the vine. You know, it's sad. It's a sad world we live in. I meet people on the street. I meet people where they are. I witness the people. I share the gospel and the love of Christ to people. 
And I wish people would come to church. I truly do. But I understand why some people don't go or don't go to this church. I've heard the things said. Tonight I saw the things said. You know, God's given us the tools and the ability to be witnesses for Him. And He's going to judge us for what we've done with it. One day, we're going to be in heaven and He's going to say, What did you do? And they say, Well, we had meetings and we tried to get people to come. We couldn't get the youth to come to church, but you know... we. So we just met, and he says, yeah, eight of you, ten of you, twelve of you at a time. But you know, there could have been 250 people in there if you'd have done what some others had suggested. There's people in the community that really wanted to come to church if you'd have just come and visited them. You know, if you had just done a little bit of a youth program, there's children out there that didn't have anything to do on Sundays and they didn't get to hear about me because you were too proud to change up anything that you do in church. Woe be to you people. Woe be to you on Judgment Day. And I'm going to get off my soapbox now. This is Pastor Chip Ritchie. I hope you all have a blessed evening and blessed day. And go out and witness the people. Go out and be the light of Christ, the people we meet. Share the love of Christ. Don't wait on other people. Don't wait on people that rain on your parade. Don't let them get you down. Just like I got to shake it off. Just, uh, it just infuriates me. But I've got to shake it off too. Because I am not going to stoop to their level. And this is Pastor Chip. And God bless each and every one of you. I sincerely mean it. I love you. Thanks for listening. Shoot me an email. PastorChip42 at gmail.com